Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. you are doing we are happy to be alive and to see your wonders father we ask tonight that tonight will be our night of greatness and none of us will be small in the name of jesus our life will be from one level of glory to another glory in the name of jesus thank you father for tonight take all the glory in jesus name we have prayed and the saints say amen High five to five people quickly. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 43, verse 7. That's what we are going to start. And we're going to read Luke chapter 22, verses 1 to 7. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 7. If you are there, you can put it there. Okay, everyone that is called by my name, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him, yes. I have made him. Say with me, God has made me for his glory. I will not be small in the name of Jesus. Another word for greatness is glory. And I pray that you are going to enjoy the glory of the Lord in Jesus' name. <laughs> and your life will be from glory to glory. Say beautiful amen. amen. Say God has made me for his glory and i'm going to enjoy his glory so we're going to be talking about the pathway our pathway to greatness and i'll be getting that from luke chapter 22 verse 1 to 7 our very fast and i'm going to tell us four things we are going to pray about that will make us great and we shall be great in jesus name now the feast of our living bread drew nigh which is called the passover and the chief priest and his scribes sought out they might kill him jesus for the fear of the people the end then enters Satan into Judas, so name is Cariot, being of the 
number of the twelve, he went his way and coming with the chief priests and captains, how he might betray him unto them. And they were glad and covenanted to give him money, and he promised and sought opportunity to betray him unto them in the absence of the multitude. Then came the day of unleavened bread. <coughs> Excuse me. When the Passover must be killed. Let me read, let me read uh, maybe five more. Then he sent Peter and John saying, Go and prepare us the Passover that we might eat. And they said unto him, Where we doubt that we prepare. And he said unto them, Behold, when you enter into the city, that shall remind me to bearing a pitcher of water, follow him unto the house where he enter him. So I say unto the good man of the house, the master said unto thee, Where is the guest chamber? Where I shall eat the Passover with my disciple. And he shall show you a large upper room, furnish their make ready. And they went and found as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. Somebody say, Amen. And when the hour was come, he sat down and took apostle with him. And he said unto him, with, with desire, I have desired to heat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more heat. Therefore, until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took up and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the fine, of the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup, after the supper, saying, This cup, is the New Testament in my blood which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of him that betrayed me is with me on the table. And truly the son of man goeth as was determined, but one to that man for whom he is betrayed. Praise the Lord. I read verses 1 to 22. I thought I should stop at 7. But you know, one revelation after another, they are all linked with each other. Okay, let me start tonight and say your enemy will not rejoice over you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, no, I want to give you four things that lead to greatness. Number one is that you must have influence. You must have influence. Even though the enemy greatly desire to kill Jesus, but they fear the people because Jesus, when our Lord Jesus was here, was a man of great influence on the people. Influence is important. In fact, influence can be greater than money at times and can be greater than position. You can occupy a position and they call you figurehead or minus one. But you never be minus one in Jesus' name. You are not saying me very well. Oh. In your family, you will not be minus one. In your office, you will not be minus one. In Nozo State, you will not be minus one. In Nigeria, you will not be minus one. Anyone that does not have influence on people is minus one. The reason why you're occupying your seat tonight is because God wants you to have influence. Esther chapter 4 verse 14. Mordecai told Esther, you are in a position for such a time like this to prevail, to have influence on the king, to change his mind. There's nothing influence cannot do. In fact, even when it comes to preaching to people to repent, influence is important. You can create so much influence that you become an evangelist easily. One of the key, key ways of growing the church is by growing people with influence. When people have influence, they have power. Influence is important. They fear the people. In fact, Judas Iscariot, the enemy of Jesus, also feared the multitude. 
He was looking for opportunity to betray him where people are not. Because he knows the people can stone him, lynch him alive. Jesus was that popular, was that influential. And you too must be influential. And I pray you have influence in Jesus' name. Why am I preaching this? I want you to cultivate the habit of being an influential person wherever you stay. Don't just assist. Don't just do what? Don't just do what? Don't just assist. Some people just think that they just eat and just eat and just drink and just sleep and just die. You can't change anything if you don't have influence. You can't change anything if you don't. You must influence your world. We live in a world of influence. We influence our friend. We influence our mates. We influence our colleagues. We influence people's approach to things, even to the aggression. We influence them. So you must be a man and a woman of influence. Every man of God that has succeeded, they have influence. Some have influence with the answer that people copy their voice. They talk like them. Will you be surprised that the man that copied Bishop Edoku the way he preached is using lesser zip? Just that is what he's doing. If, if his children they were not copying the way he was talking, but he's using it like comedy. And because he knows the man is everywhere, people are giving him money. He's not praying for anointing, just praying that to copy him. And because he's copying him, he's having an influence. You look at the influence of a man. Another man is coming by the boy now. And at the time they invite two of them together. That's to tell you that we are living in a world of people do something because of another person. What am I saying tonight? Your husband should do something because of you. Your wife should do something because of you. Your children should do something because of you. Your children they say, I cannot do this because of my father. Ah, I love my father so much. If I should do this, I'll disappoint them. Your children can you can influence your children so much that they want to fail because of you. Ah, I can't fail. Ah, daddy loves you so much. If I fail, it's a problem. So we have to create influence consciously because we are made for glory. If you have people that are working under you, you should influence them. Have influence. That's how to change our world. If we are not influential people. The world will corrupt the church. They will enter the church and they will change the way we think. That's why I fear people that are doing comedy stick. Uh, all this comedy show, all this thing. Because they are influencing the way people are thinking. People are watching them more than they watch Bible. In fact, it's far, far more influential now than even the way people watch B-board. Very influential people. Anything they talk about, 7.2 thousand people are commenting. Influence. Influence. We must teach the church to be influential. For us to be great, must be influential. When you smile, your children look at you. They know the meaning of your smile. When you shout, they know the meaning of your shouting. In your house, you must possess the house and have influence upon what is happening. That house to be great. If you are in an office and you cannot influence the position, you are minus one. Let me turn to your neighbor and say, may you never be minus one. May you be influential in the mighty name of Jesus. The only way to live an enviable life is to be a man that has positive influence on other people. Positive influence will make you a great personality in life and you must desire it and pray to have influence in your world. 
you must have influence in your world. You must have influence in your community. You must have influence. You must not be just a Christian that is clapping hand. You must be a woman and a man of influence. May the Lord raise for us men and women of influence in this church. In the mighty name of Jesus. And God will do it for you in Jesus' name. You know what I need to do is to expose your eyes to it. You pray for it. And before you know it, you are conscious that God has given you a position of influence. And once you are conscious of that, you grow in your influence from one level of influence to another level of influence. And it takes a lot to have influence. So I cannot talk about it now. But once you know that influence is important, you continue to grow in it. And I pray your influence will not stop in the name of Jesus. May you forever be relevant in Jesus' name. Say the loudest, Amen. Number one thing that we can see in the life of Jesus was that Jesus was a man of influence. The Pharisees wanted to kill him, but they could not because of his influence on the people. They know if they do anything funny and they were looking for how they are going to do it, and it was impossible. I believe it will be impossible for the enemy to defeat you in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number two pathway to greatness is preparation and planning. Jesus said, go to the house of a good man and ask him for a place he has prepared for my Passover. And that Passover was important to Jesus because he said that is his last Passover. And they asked the man and he showed them the house he has furnished. Not just a, a, a ordinary house. And the Bible is recording it that that man is a good man of the house. Tonight we are talking about that man because he has prepared a place for the Lord. If you are going to live a great life, you must be a man of preparation and a man of planning. I don't know what God will need from you tomorrow. But believing ready, that will make you a great man. Not that you just need 10,000. On emergency, I'm sorry about begging. Not that you retire this month and you start borrowing. Not that you need to change your job and something definitely, something bad is happening to you. Not that your wife gets pregnant and is about to deliver and you start calling everybody. Go to the good man of the house and ask him, Where is the house that you are prepared for me? For it is important. And he showed them a house that is furnished, prepared, that he has made ready for the Lord. I wish we all live this kind of life. That when the Lord needs something from us, it's like that we are well prepared for it. God is asking you to do something, and yet you are also prepared for it. You are not just living from hand to mouth, having nothing in preparation for the future, or for your life, or for your children. If you are not living a life that is prepared, a life of planning, there's no way you are going to be great. Make a solid plan for life. This man was called the good man of the house. And he has prepared a Passover place for the Lord. The only thing the Lord needed from him was a place that is prepared. It was a large house. Prepare for the Lord. I wonder what man was doing when he was building the house or when he was furnishing the house. Furnished. And so these people that do poetry, they show us the kind of chamber where the Lord has uh, had that Passover. And you know, Jesus said, with great gladness, I'm taking this Passover. 
That means the environment, the preparation was according to his heart desire. I'm still going to talk about that. That is how to be a great personality. You are living ready. You are living prepared. And I pray that you will not be shocked in life in Jesus' name. I pray that every disappointment that you come across will be a blessing. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let us live a life of preparation and a life of planning. At least to an extent. There is time for everything. Say, go to the hands. You people that are slow and slothful, consider his ways and be wise. One of the ways of the wise is that they are always living ready. They have no captain. They have no overseers. They have no director. Proverbs chapter 6, beginning from verse 6. The Bible says, but they provide their meat in summer. They do the preparation. They prepare. They prepare. So be living ready. You will not always be young. And the money will not always be coming the way it's coming. But if you are living a life of preparation, you will not have a life that is full of up and down. Your life will always be steady, consistent in the name of Jesus. If there's anyone that is disappointing you today, I pray the disappointment you are facing today will turn to a blessing in your life in Jesus' name. And that's why God is preparing you now. He's giving you an experience tomorrow that another person can disappoint you. So, be living ready. That's number two we can see about this. The good man of the house prepared a place that is called guest chamber for the Lord Jesus and his disciple. That man was a great man. May you also be a great man in the name of Jesus. Verse 12, and he showed them a large room furnished that was made ready for him. If you have an emergency, may you have a large place that is furnished, that is made ready for the emergency in the name of Jesus. Say the loudest, Amen. Say, believe in Amen. May you not live on charity, but may you be the one that is giving charity by reason of your preparation in the name of Jesus. And when the hour was come, he sat down with twelve apostles, and he said unto them, with great desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. Jesus knew he was going to die, yet he was dying joyfully. He was not dying with pains, with agony. He was announcing his death, yet he was saying that I'm finishing well. And finishing strong. He was not crying. He was happy. That is the way to live. You finish well. You finish fulfilled. You finish with a mind that you have completed your assignment. And I pray that none of you will die prematurely. To be a great man, you must finish strong. Finish well. Finish with joy. Finish living a happy life. Finish living a legacy. That was the kind of life that Jesus lived. He said, look, I know that this is the last meal I'm going to take. But I'm eating it with thanksgiving. That's a great, a great man. Great personality. There's nobody that he announced that is going to die to him. Even when it's not coming from him that he's happy. 
Most people feel sad. But Jesus was announcing his own death. It was the prophet talking about his death. Yet he was saying, I am glad this is the last meal I have to eat with you. This is my great desire. Because I will not eat this thing again. How many people will be saying, I'm going to, this is my last food. I will still be happy. I hope you know that our covenant father, when they are about to die, they pray for their children, gather themselves onto their bed, and they say bye-bye. That's great life. Fulfill life. And that must be your desire. That you not die in a holy. You will not die accidentally. You will not die living your dreams unfulfilled. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will finish well. You will finish strong. You will finish with joy. You will finish with thanksgiving. In the mighty name of Jesus. The enemy will not cut your life short. This is the life of a great man. The life of glory. That is the life of Jesus that we are serving. Taking the bread and was saying, don't worry, I'm giving my life for you. With joy. Great desire, I'm taking this. Was finishing well. Was finishing. Go unto that man by whom is betrayed. Woe betide all your enemies in the name of Jesus. And they began to inquire among themselves which of them it was that should do this thing. But you know, Jesus was never worried about the enemy. Jesus was eating the last Passover with his enemy on the table. And he was not moved. Because he knew that the enemy cannot harm him except he willingly or it was the time for him to die. It was the last. You know, for some of you, when you smell that there's an enemy around, it will disturb your nose, disturb your eating, disturb your life, disturb your habits, disturb your countenance. How many of you can be with your enemy and still be smiling? Even not somebody that wants to betray you now. Somebody that just talks something bad at your back. You just hear that somebody just says something bad at your back. You say, I cannot withstand them. But Jesus Christ was eating Passover with Judas Iscariot. And he knew all things. Yet, that thing does not matter to him. Jesus has the capacity to tolerate the presence of his enemy. Because he knows that he's bigger than the enemy. That the enemy cannot stop his greatness. If your enemy still bother you a lot, you are not great. You're a small person. Something happened about maybe four days ago. It has been happening for almost one month. One of my consultants called me. As I said, bad thing about another person. Oh, maybe you should call him now. Maybe you should warn him now. Maybe police will arrest him now. He has done this as I say. There is no problem. He has not done me anything. For me, his work is sincere. For me, maybe they don't understand. You call me very early in the morning. Have you called him? I said, no, I didn't call him. It's not necessary. He's not done anything to me. So, all what you are saying, I don't know whether it's correct or it's wrong. And I don't need to be telling him that somebody said this. Since that business is not my own. Says so many things. I said, well, maybe that's what he feel. The way he feels to do his job. If you want to help him, call him directly. And uh, tell him what he's doing wrong. Ah, no, 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 no. I can't call him. This has no problem. Last, was it last Sunday or two Sundays ago? How many days ago? He called the man begging for, for a job. 
I did not call him. I said, somebody mentioned my name that he knows me. That he's calling from me to him. I said, eh. I said, are you sure? I said, yeah, he called. So I now called him. I said, is it true that you called this man? He said, I just want to call you before I call him. I said, because you have mentioned my name. This is the man you have been reporting for the past three months that is who is with you. He before one night. Do you want him to do you too? And he kept quiet. I said, ah, with all the words that you have said, you are not using my, my name to say that you know me very well to get this work from me. And he kept quiet. I said, at least you should have called me first to tell me that maybe you have changed your mind about him. That should help you to call. You are calling him directly again. Why am I saying this? That's how human beings are. They will spoil your mind concerning somebody and they will go behind you to get even their help. If I call that man at that time, even to clarify issue, our relationship will have been scattered. He will have stopped what he was doing for me. He will have stopped it completely. And he will have gone at my back to be getting this email. Have a large ass. To tolerate the presence of your enemy. Don't let everything bother you. If they say somebody is your enemy, and you know it cannot harm you, you cannot do anything against you, relax. Relax your mind. After all, the Bible says, the Lord prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemy. And what? My cup run over. Your cup of joy will run over in Jesus' name. Be a great man. A great man. Be a great man. Live a large act. Live a large life. Forgive easily. And move on with your life. doesn't matter what is happening. They cannot harm you. They will only be for you. In the name of Jesus. Jesus was not worried about the presence of Judas Iscariot. You know when his time comes, he will live his life. And he's going to head his own life by himself. Jesus was not praying. Anyone that betrayed me, keep them by fire. He did not say that. Jesus thought that Judas Iscariot is necessary. Was this level. Jesus was going through another phase, another phase of ministry, another phase in life, another phase in glory. He said, I'm going as it was written of me. But the man that is betraying me does not know that is actually pushing my destiny forward. The brother of Joseph did not know they were promoting him. There is no way Joseph could have become a prime minister in the bush with his family. So some people need to push him. Into Egypt. When he was in Egypt, for the first time, he did not know that he was promoting himself to another level. They put him in dungeon, but they were connecting him. Every enemy of your life, they will lead to your next promotion. Please, be relaxed to tolerate the presence of your enemy. Because every time you encounter an enemy, your promotion is very close. Somebody may just may hate you, they don't like you. But it will lead you to another level. It will lead you to another promotion. It will lead you to another greatness. Jesus did not for once fight Judas Iscariot. Jesus left Judas Iscariot to finish his ministry and to finish his life. There is a season for every enemy. By the end of that season, your greatness will show forth in the mighty name of Jesus. Luke 23 is an instructive word from verse 1 to the end. If I have time tomorrow, we'll continue from verse 22. 
Number one, live a life of influence. Don't live casually. Influence your environment. Number two, live a life of preparation and planning. Number three, pray to finish well and to finish strong. And number four, get the grace to tolerate your enemy even when they are insulting you. Stand on your feet and let us pray. You must be a great personality. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I've made up my mind. I will live a life of influence in the mighty name of Jesus. Make me a man of influence. Make me a woman of influence in the name of Jesus. I will not live an ordinary life. I will influence my world. I will use technology to influence my world. I will use my gifting to influence my world. I will use my ministry to influence my world. I will use my skill to influence my job, my world. I will use my company to influence my world. I will use my office. Whatever God has given you, I'm going to influence my area. I will not give the devil space. That's how to become a great personality. I will influence my environment. Influence whatever you have given to me. I will not allow the devil to have a free way. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace to live a life of influence. I'm going to influence my environment. In the name of Jesus, we flee. People will submit to me. We flee. Lord, I will have influence. I'll be a great evangelist by my influence. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I receive grace to live a life of influence. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help me to be influential personality. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, you must be a man and a man of influence. Lord, I receive grace to be a man of influence. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive grace to influence my people around me for the gospel. Let's pray. You are a student, you are a teacher. If our influence is bigger than money, it's bigger than position. Like Esther of old, I will have influence. Like Ruth of old, I will have influence. Like David, I'm going to have influence. I will not just live. I will live a purposeful life of influence. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, by my influence, the gospel will increase. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help me to live a life of influence. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Raise your hands to heaven. I receive anointing to be living ready. A life of preparation. A life of planning. In the name of Jesus. Anointing for detail. Anointing to be living ready. In the name of Jesus. Father, give me anointing for detail. Anointing to be living ready. Ready, ready, ready. I don't want to be living a life of shock and embarrassment. Lord, I receive grace to be living ready. Ready for the next assignment. Ready for the next opportunity. Ready for the next promotion. Ready for the next act. Ready for the next level of greatness. In the name of Jesus, I will be living ready. Living ready. Lord, I will not live a life of disappointment. I will not disappoint you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not live a life of embarrassment. I will not live a life of embarrassment. I will live a life of readiness and preparation in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me. Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer.
The third one is that great people, they finish strong and they finish well. They finish with your Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I want to finish well. I want to finish strong. Even this year, I want to finish well. With joy and gladness. I want to see December. No regrets. With thanksgiving. Whether I'm old, I want to meet with the Lord. I will not go home in a hurry. I will not die accidentally. In the name of Jesus. I will not die like a fool, like Abner. I receive grace, Lord. To finish well. To finish fulfilled. To finish strong. If you tarry, nobody will terminate my life from plan. In the name of Jesus. I receive grace to finish well. I will not die on a motorbike accident. I will not die in a car. I will not die in a crash. I receive grace to finish with joy, with laughter, with gladness, fulfilled, empty out in the name of Jesus. You better pray for yourself. I receive grace to finish well and to finish strong. Finish like a great man, not like a fool. I will not die like Abner in the name of Jesus. I will finish strong and I will finish well. I will finish my race just like Paul, just like John. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to finish well, I'm going to finish strong, I'm going to finish with thanksgiving and joy. In the name of Jesus, not with regrets. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Open your eyes, I want to pray the last prayer. Lord, I see grace to tolerate my enemy. Grace to tolerate my enemy. My enemy will not disrupt my movement in life. Grace to tolerate, tolerate them and move on. Every attack of the enemy, let it lead to my greatness in the name of Pray for yourself and say, let every attack of the enemy, let it lead to my greatness, to my next level. Judas' betrayer does not stop Jesus from fulfilling his mission. Lord, prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy and let my cup run over in the name of Jesus. In the name I receive grace to tolerate my enemy. Vengeance belongs to you in the name of Jesus. Grace to move on in spite of the enemy, in spite of anything that will be happening. Lord, I see the grace to move forward. No matter what is happening, no matter who likes me and does not like me, grace to succeed despite the enemy. Lord, I open your mouth and pray so that your enemy will not become your prayer point. Grace to move on. Whether I'm loved, I'm not loved, whether I'm betrayed or I'm not betrayed. Grace to move forward. No excuse for failure. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every attack will be a stepping stone for me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Lastly, raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, you have created me for glory. Let me enjoy your greatness. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray very well. You have created me for glory. You have called me for greatness. Let me enjoy your greatness. Don't let me be small. I want to be great in life. I want to be a great personality. Lord, help me to be great. Open your mouth and ask him to help you. And he will help you. Lord, help me to be a great personality. Help me, Lord Jesus. I don't want to be small. I don't want to be small. I don't want to be small. Lord, help me to be great. Make my life great. You have created me for glory. And help me to be a great personality. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, you gave your life for us so that we can be great. Say, this is my body. 
that is broken for you. This is your Passover. This is your deliverance. As we take the Holy Communion today, let it be an Holy Communion for greatness. Because men and women of influence. In the name of Jesus, help us to be living ready. Your great people are always living ready. They are not embarrassed. Lord, don't let us be embarrassed in this life in Jesus' name. Give us the anointing for detail. Anointing for preparation. Anointing for proper planning. Anointing to excel. Lord, give it to us in the name of Jesus. Father, we also pray tonight that all of us will finish well. None of us will die prematurely. None of us will go with unfinished job. We will finish our assignments. We will go home with thanksgiving. Smiling and thankful. In the name of Jesus. Father, we also pray for grace to tolerate our enemy. Whatever will be happening to us, we pray that every arrow of the enemy fire at us will be a shot to our greatness. Every insult will lift us forward. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because Judas could not stop you from entering your glory. No enemy will be able to stop us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer.